Hello, 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 and welcome to the show. It's Wrestling with Entertainment, bringing you the latest exclusive breaking news, previewing and reviewing the latest shows from WWE, AEW, New Japan, and everything in between. Every Saturday on YouTube and Taskbox, I am your host, James J. With Coleco Yachts, who is not here, Mitch Mayhem, who is also not here. But hey, look who is here, Scooter Dust. Yo, yo, yo. Sadly, it is not a great day for wrestling. We lost uh, a true legend in uh, Tracy Smulders. Um, he was 58 years old, I believe. Yes, yes. Um, I feel like Tracy. I feel like we know the name, but we have. He hasn't been like up there with like you know Hulk Hogan's and Randy Savage's, but he is well known, right, Scooter? Yeah, but I mean. Back in the day, he he was really more well known uh, in the you know, early '80s, mid '80s, and then as we got into the '90s, he kind of dropped out a little bit. Found a resurgence in his career in ECW, and um, you know, spent a little bit of time in uh, the uh, the uh, closing moments of the uh, the USWA before he was uh, in the uh, WWE for a cup of coffee. Um, probably his most well-known WWE moment as Freddie Joe Floyd was defeating how did when uh Justin Hawk Bradshaw aka JBL on an episode of Superstars uh current fans today will probably remember him as a member of the Full-blooded Italians in ECW, which was ironic considering Tracy Smothers was a Southern uh, boy through and through. Um, K-fabe, Scooter. K-fabe. Well, I mean, he was he he was a wild-eyed Southern boy to start in Florida Championship Wrestling. Had a you know, not a main eventer, not, I wouldn't even say upper card, but mid card for most of his career. But when he was in the mid card, he was something worth watching. Uh, Smothers' health issues were not uh, a secret to anybody in these past uh a few months, including a campaign to raise money to uh, help him pay his uh, hospital bills. And our thoughts and prayers go out to 
Tracy's uh, family as well. Um, in- interesting little tidbit. Um, you had scheduled whoops, an interview scheduled with an indie wrestler named Bam Bam Malone. Funny enough, Bam Bam Malone actually wrestled Tracy's mothers a number of years ago. Wow, that's really... I did not know that. And yeah, looking at his match history, I saw it, and we'll probably... uh, will probably be one of the focal points of uh, the interview when it drops next week. Uh, in two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, and... Uh, Obviously, this week we uh, interviewed Whiskey John, which was a true pleasure. Interesting to hear about somebody that, you know, just started their career, no? Yeah. Yeah. Very, very. We are being joined by Mitch Mayhem right now. Yo, what up? And next week on Wednesday night, Wrestling with interviews, we are we are interviewing Christian Robinson, who in my mind is going to be a mega star in the next two to three years. I don't think I'm. I was going to say five, but I think he's going to break out before that. No, Scooter. He if 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 not three, will probably be, definitely be uh, reading about him on TV in some way. Uh, Within five years. Absolutely. And uh, a week from then, we are also interviewing Bam Bam Malone, as you alluded to. So, Wrestling With Interviews is uh, picking up. And uh, we're excited to interview these wrestlers and and kind of see what's going on in independent wrestling in the pandemic era. Uh, speaking of independent wrestling, Dunder Rosa lost the NWA the NWA championship to Serena Deeb this week, which kind of came out of nowhere. And that officially means that the NWA Women's Championship belongs to All Elite Wrestling. Wait, what happened? Dunder Rosa lost the... Uh, NWA Championship to Serena Deeb of uh, AEW Wrestling. Serena Deeb's with AEW? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. I know who Serena Deeb is. And uh, um, the CM Punk cult, but yeah. And uh, Billy Corgan, formerly of the Smashing Pumpkins and now an owner of the NWA, cleared up Thunder Rose's uh, contractual obligations uh and it turns out both aew and wwe have an interest in her but most likely even though corrigan said she's under contract until 2021 2021 is two months away well that's the beginning of it smart it it, it doesn't say specifically what month but Thunder Rosa, most likely headed to Stanford. Um, honestly, I think that may be the best place for her. You know, 
women's wrestling in WWE is probably the hottest. I mean, they have the best talent roster. If you don't believe me, uh, check out the PWI's 100 list. The top five women were all WWE. But, you know, Serena Deeb, obviously when NWA comes back, if it ever comes back, um, working relationship with AEW, no? That's a that's a huge possibility. Um, not and nothing really uh, guaranteed at this point, but it seems that yes, most likely NWA uh, and AEW will be working more together. Also in the news, uh, Jake Hagel won his Bellator fight against Brendan Kel- uh, Kelton. Um, it kind of seems like Jake is is a pretty badass guy. You know, he's undefeated in MMA. You do know that ha- there was controversy because he hit below the belt, right? In this last match? Yeah. No, I did not. Yep. And the match before that, he got disqualified for doing it, like, three times. Well, he's still undefeated in Bellator, which... Yeah! If you <laughs> if you keep nutshotting people and getting DQ'd, yeah, you'll keep from losing a fucking match. <laughs> yep. That's what I was going to say. It's kind of kabuki-ish, but he's undefeated. Um, uh, but he, he won it by split decision. <laughs> Yeah, split between the nuts. <laughs> what, what do you think keeps Jake Hagel from being a main event player in pro wrestling? Because it always seems like there's something holding him back. Mitch, do you want to I, I think he thinks he's above a lot of people because of his size. Maybe. I think so. He's got a big head. He does have ego. What about you, Scooter? What do you think? Charisma. He has none. <laughs> Plain and simple. That's true, too. That is a really good point. Um, but it's more than... It's not just that. It's more. It's way more than that. But yeah. And uh, earlier this week, we got our first Halloween Havoc in 20 years. Um, uh, to Frankenstein. It's it's not WWE or WCW. It's NXT. So I mean, it, it, my point is, it's it's kind of new. It, it it's got the old Halloween Havoc name, but I don't think it's gonna really be the old Halloween Havoc. We it know. it was it was a really good show. I didn't see it. But I was gonna. That's why I was gonna ask you. Um. You know, obviously we're not going to cover all of Halloween Havoc tonight because we have other things on the agenda. Um, but just give your thoughts on the show as a whole, Scooter, because you actually saw it. It, it, was, oh, <laughs> it, it, was, it was a very good show. The spin the wheel, make the deal gimmick. Uh, oh, they brought know, that back? Okay. Cool. It, you know, after, you know, 
That's sometimes, a dusty idea, I think. Sometimes things go away for so long that, yeah, they can come back and have a chance at being successful again. This is one of those examples. Uh, Damian Priest and Johnny Gargano for the North American title in what was called a Devil's Playground match. Now, but what's those the Hell in a Cell match? Yes, for those of you that were thinking Hell in a Cell, no, even though Devil's Playground is the nickname for the Hell in a Cell match, this was just your basic Extreme Rules Falls Count Anywhere type of match. However, once again, Johnny Gargano is the NXT North American Champion. And once again, he won a championship, not at a takeover. Yes, but he won it thanks to Ghostface. Yeah. Who? Somebody. Ghostface. Somebody. I didn't hear you. With, I said what? Somebody dressed in the killer from Scream costume. Oh. Oh, the mask. Yes. The ghost but, mask. Yeah. But it just worst thing enough is that somebody else in a Ghostface mask interfered in Candice LeRae, Io Shirai for the NXT Women's Championship. Get it? He's a ghost face killer. Ha! But Candice did not... That's a Wu-Tang member clan. A clan member. But, anyway. but Candice did not win the NXT Women's Championship. Um, the, House of, the House of Horrors match. Um, if you had doubts about Cameron Grimes before... <laughs> Cameron Grimes plays the chicken shit heel to perfection. I think because it, it, it's like he, I think he has part of it in him. <laughs> and it's so good because it is him. As well, I also think this benefited Dexter Loomis, who can be that sort of eerie character, but still you know, be a face without. Yeah, Talk about a character yeah. revival. He was a he was from old TNA, dude, and <coughs> like they brought that over. That it's one of the like first gimmicks they actually like brought over and made their own. Which he I'm glad, a, but they need to do more things like that. He actually had like a stint abyss. With, I would love to see a abyss. We he actually had a stint in NWA as well. Who? Uh, Loomis. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's not saying much. A lot of people had a stint in the <laughs> Also, the biggest shock of Halloween Havoc after uh, you know, Pat McAfee is the was the one who revealed that he paid off Rich Holland to attack Adam Cole back at TakeOver. But yeah, with, I'm so sick of fucking Pat McAfee. But with none of the Undisputed Era in the building except Kyle O'Reilly... Kyle O'Reilly comes out, and he's got two chairs with him. But the other chair is for Pete fucking Dunn. And how good did Pete Dunn look? Like, he really got ripped during uh, the, the pandemic, didn't he, Scooter? Quarantine. Yeah, and you know what was made this even better? Pete Dunn turning on Kyle O'Reilly. Pat McAfee. I mean, but there was no real. Let me just be devil's advocate real quick here. There was no. 
like relationship between those two for him for done to turn on him it wasn't like a big payoff no you're absolutely but, right about that scooter uh, uh, mitch my bad um you know stevie one uh, a blindfolded stevie I mean, wonder could have saw that coming i mean i mean like, if Gore is working with mcafee i get that but i mean there was no establishment between dunn and and o'reilly for it to matter about that like it, it it, it didn't really matter, in, in, in my opinion. It's just and a baby-face code. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to disagree there because I think this is the exception where the return of someone we haven't seen in a while and who is on track to be one of the greatest superstars in the business. Well, the, right? The, the, no, Pete Dunne. The shock <laughs> of... Pete Dunne, especially when we all thought he was stuck in England. And it was it just so it, you know, shocking. The return was shocking. The turn, however, yes, Ray Charles saw it. Stevie Wonder saw it. Somebody else with no eyes. Stevie Wonder sees everything, but that's no. I'm joking. <laughs> that's besides the point. No, that's a joke, though. Uh, but Pete Dunne now joining Pat McAfee's uh, army, and this is most likely what we're going to see at War Games: Undisputed Era against Team McAfee. Fucking dude. The more McAfee's on the fucking TV, it just makes me want to fucking vomit. Oh, He's on, finagled his way on through some fucking celebrity of being a kicker. But that's and, the and that's the only reason why he's there. Because he had a name. Otherwise, they wouldn't have touched him with a 10-foot fucking pole. Oh, my God. Pat McAfee has been great on NXT TV. I mean, you hate him, right? So I hated him before that. Well, he's but I hated him way long before that. When he was trying to be liked. I don't think he's ever wanted to be like. Yeah, I think he, he knows he, he's he, a healer. He played with the life. crowd in his first few months. Yeah, he did. Anyway, um, last thing on our news today, uh, a lot of WWE superstars uh shut down their Twitches account. Is that the so fucked up, Twitches? dude? Okay, hold on, real quick. Yeah. I think this is this is gonna be the turning point of where. People are going to of if it's literally worth it monetarily to sign with WWE. Because Twitch, you can gain more money on Twitch if you do it right. And if they have a celebrity name, that automatically brings viewers. Uh, you know, even the other day, uh, Paige got, got really emotional talking about I know, her so Twitch account. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm I mean, with her, dude. I, I, I'm 100% behind her. I mean, it's unfair. I mean, she literally gave her neck twice for the company. and Someone this... should fucking take WWE to court and hold their fucking balls to the fire on this independent contract bullshit. This is, this is where it should bite them in the fucking ass. If you can find a, uh, a lawyer, they can... Uh, the super yeah, that's the problem. Money talks I mean, in capitalist society like this, unfortunately. They're definitely going to have to redefine the word 
independent contractor, correct? Scooter? They're gonna have to make them employees, dude, or they're gonna have to like give like specific benefits to where like they cannot be exploited because straight up they're being exploited. You know, I actually agree with you, uh, Mitch. What about you, Scooter? Straight up. Yeah, that, that's absolutely um, it, and yeah, I think the I yeah the, the notion that they're shutting down their twitches instead of giving them over to Vince. Yeah, I really hope that that message gets through to Vince. It won't. It won't. Fuck no, it won't. Nothing gets through the Vince unless it has mon um, money value behind it. Definitely something is going to come out of this. Hopefully it's to the benefit of the superstars. And that will conclude our coverage of um, the news. Well, what it could, real quick, what it could lead to is a mass exodus where people when their contracts are up. That is a possibility. Or a renegotiation of some sort. Yeah, to say the least. Now, but, but, okay, real quick, you know what I smell? I'm going to say it. Five-letter word. This starts with a U. Union. Now, apparently the, the superstars union. Uh, are, apparently they are gathering together to go to Vince directly. And, unionize and, and argue to you know lift this edict i honestly i don't think he's gonna give a shit unless they organize i really don't think that they need to organize to to get him to they need to force his attention on the on the matter because he won't give a fuck unless he's forced to the table yeah but wwe is uh, releasing the uh, public statement that the entire roster have signed new deals with higher downside guarantees due to um, no road expenses. Okay, so uh, wait, wait, are you trying to say that with this in mind, with the with the Twitch shutdowns and everything, that they reworked their contracts and gave them more? Is that what they're saying? That is what they are trying to say. I don't know. I think that's true. PR bullshit. But if it's true, it, it's better than nothing. Now, the other. I just don't believe. I don't believe it, and it's not worth controlling people's accounts. Because I, yeah. But anyways, go ahead. The other, the other big thing coming out of this is that either the WWE is going to launch their own social media video streaming platform. Oh, I saw that coming. Or they're going to come to an agreement with Twitch directly to make and get a, a, cut. a WWE division of Twitch. Oh, shit. If, okay. If that happens, then what, what stops other com businesses from trying to do the fucking same? That's huh? a good point. Common decency. 
business scooter and you fucking know it. Don't give me that bullshit. I'm not I'm not I am not i am not saying it exists. But it doesn't exist the, in the, business. The, the, the reason why we see guys like Evil Uno doing uh you know the, we see the AEW guys doing that stuff. That's honestly, real quick, the common decency, that's things that it's used against people like us, dude. Honest to God, they use that shit against us. I really believe it. But go ahead. I I mean, yeah. <laughs> Tony Khan could take one look at this and try to do something like this. But Tony Khan... Say what you will about, yeah. Tony, Tony Khan... I will say this. Tony Khan is more of... And employer's side businessman than you know the you know the, than the board of directors. Like I, they, I dare they, say, he seems more approachable. Exactly. Well, yeah. one one thing we'll use guys left out is Impact Wrestling. You know, they used to stream their whole show on Twitch at one point. I think they might actually still do. They still do. They 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 stream at the most random times. So, could this maybe be the start of you know you said uh uh Twitch uh WWE division of Twitch? Do you see that maybe make being more of a wrestling division? Well, no. we could okay. No 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 specifically WWE because. Impact. They want to control the revenue stream. For, for most, for most of the talent in Impact, uh, intellectual property uh, is not is not even an issue. That's different. Impact. Impact's different because they're using it for exposure, not not monetary benefit, more or less. That, yeah, that's a, it's another that's way of uh, what I'm trying what I'm trying to say is that they don't they don't care about. You know, the intellectual property side. They don't care about the monetary side of it, yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're doing it because they know it's a, it's primarily the you get way to be seen. Eyes and viewers, yeah. It's the, it's the new cable TV. It's, 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 if you want, okay, but if you want to buy ads, you're going to reach, like, people over 40. If you want to reach people under 40, you buy things on, like, ads on Twitch or YouTube. Plus... Also, with Twitch, they can choose when to take ad breaks. Well, they've been making content creators do hourly ad breaks. I I, I will say this. Did you hear me? They have been. Yeah. They they instituted that already. Now, I will say this: if Twitch ends up modifying their terms of service to accommodate the WWE. You will see a mass exodus from Twitch. Well, I think it, it also, like I said, it opens the gates for other people to make loopholes with Twitch themselves. And then it dirties the waters, I think. And then at what point, like, where do where's too far at that point? You know what I'm saying? Well, well, the other part of that was what a Scooter was saying, was that there might be a WWE streaming service of like 
like a Twitch. I give a, right, I, yeah, a division on Twitch, like a WWE uh, uh, no, completely theme, like yeah. section. Yeah. Right, yeah. like I said, other businesses will take advantage of that and try to do that themselves. And then at what point does it become uh, basically what cable was in terms of like branding I, all the time? I, I think the, the biggest comparison to this, and I hate to use this, is what Bella Thorne did to OnlyFans. But her, her, I have hold no on. Go ahead. I, I'm means. trying. To, I got a thought. I'm trying to hold on to. Because Bella Thorne, you know, the, the actress, a former Disney starlet, yeah, ended unfortunately, up, we know, ended up opening up an OnlyFans account where you know, oh. men and women can. You know, She's sell not even that cute. Pornographic content. Uh, and she was, and it, and it works on a system where, where, where price, there's a fluctuating price system there and Bella Thorne's celebrity. And I use the term very loosely, uh, no, I would say no ended variety up, ended up, yeah, ended up skewing the, that, that fluctuation to such a degree that the ones that were making genuine content for OnlyFans were now well, essentially screwed quick, over. For anyone listening, what she did was she said she was gonna have OnlyFans implying nudes, and she didn't do nudes, and it fucked everyone else over that was doing that. That's basically what happened. Yeah, and that's that's essentially like the same. It, it's the same sort of principle behind the money. Hmm. And without so, getting into the economics of it. I forgot know. what I was going to say, so fuck it. So, it we can all agree <laughs> that something is going to come out of this. So, yes. Well, it doesn't necessarily seem it's a good thing for WWE that they started this, but they're in it now. Yeah, and then they are they are in it. Uh, they are up the creek without a paddle. And I think that's a good um, a good place to leave this conversation for right for right now, and conclude our coverage of the news. Later on, we will be talking about all things Hell in a Cell, but for right now, we are wrestling with. Impact Wrestling Bound for Glory. It was last Saturday. Um, it seems like Impact Wrestling only gets talked about every couple months when they actually do these paid previews. Um, is that a fair assessment, Scooter? Yeah, yeah, I would, I would say so. Although I will say this, um. In, I've actually been watching a lot more Impact lately. I mean, how could Where? you not? You have to find out who uh, who murdered Johnny Bravo, right? Yeah, that that's the <laughs> other thing. Ending ending your TV show with a shooting or an implied <laughs> shooting, I should say. Implied uh, shooting? He had a ketchup stain on his uh, on yeah, his suit. It was a murder. That is Tommy Dreamer written all over it. <laughs> but it happened in the dark. It has Tommy Dreamer written all uh, over it. 
So that that's how they get around anybody saying it's it's tasteless. And I have to agree. Yeah, it it was in poor taste. At least um, they didn't show it. I mean, or try to reenact it. Um, but impact is is picking up in terms of uh in in terms of uh, quality. Well, what I thought about this show, Burn for Glory, that is, is, you know, it wasn't a bad show. It was actually pretty decent. But, you know what we, we've been saying? This show really needed a crowd. You know, people... And a lot of wrestling does, dude. But, you know, we... Uh, WWE has the, the Thunderdome, AEW... It's actually bringing in crowds now in days. Um, uh, is it more than just them using people in the back? Well, what I'm trying to say is that there was just they, noise. They they they've been for the last well, like few months they've been using employees from the back to fill uh, the crowd. Well, I'm considering yeah, New Japan is considering bringing in twenty thousand fans. Wrestle Kingdom in the Tokyo That's a super spreader. But I mean, Japan seems to have a lid on it, I think. I'm not sure. Well, they have, New Japan has a better hold on it than. Well, any I'm talking about the company. country Japan, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do. They do have a better uh, hold on. Uh, they actually Tokyo. are listening to science, believe that or not. Yeah. Bullshit, right? And, you know. Back to Impact Wrestling, this was definitely a show that really suffered from no crowd reaction because they don't have any noise other than announcers and the wrestlers. Yeah. That being said, it still wasn't a bad show. Um, so let's get into it. X Division yeah. Championship. Uh, Rahid Raju defeated TJP, Willie Mack. Jordan Grace, Chris Bay, Trey Miguel in a scramble match. I love the fact that Impact is putting their female talent on the same level with the male talent in terms of in-ring competition. And how about um, Jordan Grace? Jordan Grace is incredible. I've said that for how long, dude? I I said that a long time ago. Um, and I I have been a, a fan of Jordan Grace even before she came to Impact as uh as Mitch was. Um, but I think Impact is going to we're going to see more of you know women being treated as equal opportunity competitors in the ring on oh, my throat. And that is probably what is going to gain impact the most notoriety. Yes, they still kind of have to actually, I think Tessa Blanchard is all but forgotten at this point. Um, but they're, they're going to try putting a 
you know, a female in the main event at some point in the near future. It's coming. It's going to happen. And then Impact is going to be making more noise. I think they're good at making noise. I don't necessarily think that they keep the noise going. It At some point, it does drop off, unfortunately for them. Um, speaking of dropping off, Rhino pinned Sammy Callahan to win the Call Your Shot Gauntlet, uh, which gained Heat a, uh, a contract with the company. Now, this was an on-the-fly change because yes. Heath was supposed to win. Uh, unfortunately, Heath got injured. Uh, kudos to Impact for uh, covering their bases here, with including Rhino in that stipulation. He got a hernia in the middle of the match. Yeah. So if anyone, you know, if you know anyone thinks you know Rhino winning securing Heath's employment was uh, something they did last minute, no, it wasn't. That was the stipulation going into this. So yeah, kudos for uh, some smart booking from uh, from Scott Demore. It seems like uh, maybe Impact saw this coming to a degree. <laughs> Well, that that remains to be seen. Um, Honestly, yeah. If you want to hear my take on it, real quick. Yeah, um, absolutely. I honestly think that them being on Twitch matters. Right now, Twitch is booming and becoming what TV used to be, and TV's dropping off. Like I I said earlier, it's like serious. Like it feels like the future is literally now, and there's like a huge shift happening. And I think that's giving them more views than they would have previously had. All right. Um, just so I think that's contributing to their rise right now. That's just what I mean. Going back to he, um, it just seems like, you know, he's getting an opportunity. And it just seems like he there's something always holding him back. There's... That feel like the same way you guys you guys feel about Creed too, Mitch. Uh, say again with who? With Heat, Heat Slater. Heat Slater. Uh, I mean, it, it, sometimes certain people just have bad luck, dude. Shit, I I I've been there. I know how it is, and sometimes things just work against you. And yeah, he's he's had some tough luck, dude, but. He's doing what he can with it. Um, I admire like his fortitude. I've never been a fan of him personally. I think he can be corny at times. He's I like him better here. I, as WWE, I didn't like him in WWE. Uh, but yeah, uh, someone's calling me. What the fuck? No, that's me. And uh, I think it might be. Uh, no, it's Coleco. Cook and Rum Time. Do you hear me? Yeah, I heard you. <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Uh, Scooter, do you want to add something to what Mitch said? Uh, He's trying to come in. Mm, yep, I mean, that's uh, that's all. I think that uh, says it all about yeah. 
And we are being joined by Coleco Yachts. Hey, what up, Coleco? What up, man? Oof, putting in the work today. Poll working. Make sure y'all go vote, man. I'm risking my ass off so people can I go have vote. my vote sticker <laughs> on me. I already <laughs> voted. I already sent my ballot in, I mean. Well, I, okay. So, as of yesterday, or two days ago, if you put it in the mail, it won't get there in time. So, I walked down to the nearest Dropbox and put it in. Uh, yeah, most likely, and then I I got a mail-in ballot too, um, and I filled it out. We was waiting to put a stamp on it, and after I learned, uh, there's that, you don't um, need postage here. Uh, that it most likely won't be counted now. Um, why? Because <laughs> because it won't get there in time. You shouldn't have put it in the mail. I had to walk over I, to. Uh, I, I uh, did. I didn't put it in the mail. I'm going to vote on election day, and I want. I want to give a quick plug uh, to uh, a New, New York State Senator Kevin Thomas, who, after seeing his ad on TV, I realized I went to junior high with him. Oh my God! Really. Uh, yeah, I knew, I knew someone who ran for Congress a few years ago too. And this just—I uh, swear to God, everybody know, from New York knows everybody. The first, uh, yeah. uh, it's like that in California too. It's like that everywhere, I think. It's just, uh, you know, my first step into uh, world domination. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next. Uh, Moose wrestled EC3 in a cinematic match. Um, yeah, that happened. What, what, what do you think's going on with EC3? You know, first he was Dixie Carter's um, nephew. Middle mid age crisis. Uh, it, it, it's most likely EC3 returning to. Impact and it's not TNA anymore, and he's lost in that in where he got you know all where he had all of his success, and it's it's an interesting thing that he's playing this martyr for Moose, but yeah. Where does it go after that, though? It goes Where does he? Uh, you know up? what? I think it's a possibility that Impact realized he's not the same person that he used to be. It actually goes to Ring of Honor because he's now on Ring, Ring of Honor TV. Who? Uh, EC3. EC3. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wait. Did they wait? Because he's on a TNA contract, right? Okay. The TNA. But it's one of those things where he can kind of... Yeah. So they're, wait, they're working with ROH? Yeah. Oh, wow. It's called Independent Contractor. It's just weird, but all of a sudden, they could have done that a long time ago, man. <laughs> but long time ago, I feel like ROH was on a higher yeah, ground. <laughs> ROH was on a higher ground, so they had no incentive I mean, to. Now they got no choice. I mean, th- this was all. This, <laughs> like, this was ten days ago, right? When he made his, when he made his debut, so 
Next up. And, uh, um, damn. Yeah, well, you know what? I think that might be the. Excuse um, me. That might, I, I, real quick, I think that might be the better place for him. I think that might be where he can get more time and shine more. And it looks like EC3 is going to um, have to get involved with uh, the uh, most likely the Briscoes uh, and and or Jay Lethal. Which is oh Jay Lethal? Guys. I'd like to see him and Jay Lethal. Which are not bad guys to wrestle, no. Nope. A bad guy to wrestle. Ken Shamrock with Sammy Callahan defeated Eddie Edwards. Wait, I thought Shamrock was friggin' retired. No, he just went into the Hall of Fame. Oh my god. And, I, no, I remember them saying, Shamrock's retiring. I, I'm never gonna believe that shit. Ever. I don't and, <laughs> and yes, this was the pay-per-view that had The Rock, Bret Hart, and Mick Foley. But... You know, all, uh... Wait, what? Yeah. They all the, inducted the, him into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, they all helped induct him into the Impact Hall of Fame. The, um, the Rock, Mankind, and Bret Hart were all on Impact Television? Yep, they was. By Holy a video. Yeah. That, dude, that, that's... The Rock especially? That's, like, big. I think that's big. We, we, mentioned, we mentioned that weeks ago. The Rock last time, but not Bret and Mankind. I didn't know that. I mean, Fred and Mick go where the flow goes where the flow is, so it doesn't surprise me. I mean, Mick was uh, with Brett. It surprises me, not mankind though, because I I thought Brett was like an AEW guy, but Kaliko, what did you think of the match? I mean, it almost kind of like if if anybody remembers, this reminded me like when Kurt Angle got in the Hall of Fame. Or he was supposed to be in the Hall of Fame and he didn't take it, and then he lost to Bobby Roode. <laughs> it's almost kind of like the inverse of that to me. See, I think that's Bobby and the main better reason, than Corbin. And the main reason that, I or like not, and the main reason to me is the inverse because The Rock inducted him. Well, you also have to remember that that was back during the time of Perk Angle. Oh yeah, that's right. That's true, but keep in mind it wasn't it wasn't like TNA said we're not gonna induct you. He chose not to accept it. And then he it was a different it was a different company back then. Wait, 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 wait. Or that was the story quotation mark. You're talking about impact. Impact was different back then. I mean, quite in his quite I honestly don't recognize impact as as their Hall of Fame as a legit Hall of Fame. I can't. Yeah, I don't either. I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't. It's so, it's, because their class yeah, is like one like, person a year. It's like a, a yearly year. commercial. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. one person a year, and it's mm-hmm. like, you ain't gonna fill up nobody with that shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just glad-handing to, to people that it, it helps them with their contracts or something. I don't know. Coming up, oh, the North defeated the Motor City Machine Guns and no, Carl uh, Anderson and um, don't do my boys like that. Doc Gallows, um, Josh Alexander pinned Machine Gun Carl Anderson. 
Real quick, you you just, you're speaking about machine gun. Um, did anyone else see that photo his wife posted of him? Who on the internet? Yeah. Where she waited till he was sleeping and wrote "cheater" all over his face because she was jealous that he liked a girl's picture online. <laughs> Can we go? Did you guys hear that? Did you hear it? Don't, don't, don't give our wives any ideas. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I definitely. I need to go incognito on. on my <laughs> oh, you seeing this? Some people can be like snide, yeah, and just out of nowhere, out of nowhere. Um, I, I also uh, forgot to mention Ace Austin and Madman Fulton was also in the match. Um, if there was ever a match that pissed me off, it was this one. Not necessarily because the North won, but because Carl Anderson got pinned. Um, you know, you bring in probably the big, two biggest guys you could get at this point, and then you beat them at your biggest show? That kind of seems like bullshit to me. Uh, Coleco, do you agree, disagree? But they needed to buck the trend of just signing people over and winning the titles at nauseum. So it, it had to stop somewhere. You just can't, yeah. like, Deanna came and won a title. Eric Young came and won a title. Like, it, it kind of shits on your, your current roster. And you can't do that all the time. True, but they also could have beat the Motor City Machine Guns as well. Well, if that was the case, they shouldn't have put it as that kind of a match anyway and just made it a one-on-one tag. And let the the Gallows and Anderson work their way there. What about you, uh, Scooter? What are your thoughts on the North as TNA champions once again? Uh, I mean... I mean, at, at this point, I think it's more of a. Oh, uh, I think I think it's more about rewarding loyalty. Uh, I mean, you had you had the uh, you had the machine guns come back and win the titles, yes, and everybody had their proud moment. But until until Chris Saban cuts his hair, I can't take him seriously. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but I mean, you're one to talk holy grill ponytail. Oh yeah, oh, hey, I'm like Samson. You cut it off, and I lose my power. <laughs> Chris Saban has an afro at this point. Um, but mine's Ethan in Page, a weird blank. Like here, I'll shoot real quick. Ethan Page and Josh Alexander, they, you know, they've been trotting through. Yeah, impact. Yeah, rolling with the punches, so to speak. And I, again, I think it's just a uh, a case of rewarding uh, loyalty. I mean, this is essentially the biggest win of their career, beating you know Impact's most legendary tag team, uh, and beating not the WWE's biggest tag team, but... A world-renowned tag team. A world-renowned tag team in the same match. 
that's actually a good point. Uh, next up, Sue Young defeated Deanna Perazzo with Kimberly to become the new Knockouts champion. Uh, oh shit, Kimberly! I that that's a little name uh, from the now, Yeah, this there's there's some uh, there's some issue. It was originally scheduled to be thing. Kelly Ray, but Kimberly, Kelly Ray. Yeah, she, she. I'm not trying to be like. I don't know what it is, but like there always seems to be an issue around her. Um, she disappeared before the show. In fact, didn't have a reason for it. The, it's always something, dude. The, the 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 news I'm hearing is, and I hate and I hate to say this. It, it's it's gonna like hurt her. Make it, sure you it, know first. It's some it's some sort of mental condition, borderline personality disorder, or well, that's so common now. People need to start waking up and like realizing it's a real thing, and and not judge people with it, and realize like it's a serious issue, especially now in America. More people have it than not, and in my opinion. Or some issues one way or the other that they're not maybe other people aren't aware of. I was under the assumption that Kylie Ray may have gotten, you know, um sick, um, you know, coronavirus or, or something. Sick quote that. unquote. Uh. Yeah, it's something on that lines. I was not under the impression. See, I don't, I don't, I don't want to speculate as to what I want. No, I'm not. I don't, I'm want, not spe- I don't, I don't want to. No, I'm not going to say it. Never mind. I'm just, what, uh, from my perspective, and you know, I hate to throw around rumor and then you end up. Yeah, I'm not going to say it. I don't know the facts, so I'm just going to shut the fuck up. Uh, but you're saying, Scooter, that this might be uh, a bigger problem. Yes. Now. As far as she's concerned currently right now, she is okay in however loosely that term can be applied. Um, it seems like but she's she like going, not actively like, yeah. Uh, it, seems, it seems like she's going to participate in the next round of uh, impact tapings. Um, whether or not the issue at hand that caused her to disappear in the first place is being dealt with remains to be seen. Do you think that this is another case of uh, not the right time, like we talked about with um, Heat earlier? (sighs) No. No, I think this is... I think this is way more personal. This is not a... This is not and, a, uh... and real quick, I'm not gonna speak. Like I said, I'm not gonna speak to the issue and and like speculate. But I will just say from my own experience, wrestlers go through a lot of pain. Sometimes they need a release, and and it, it's in weird ways. It, 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 everyone's different. All right, that's fair enough. Uh, Kaliko, do you want to talk on uh, add your opinion to the matter? <sighs> The the information to that to me is so vague that I don't yeah I, I try to step away because if it is a because 
the one thing I don't want to do is assume that it's not something with a you know, mental issue and yeah, rah, rah. And it is a you mental gotta, You've also got to think, if it's self-sabotaging, obviously there's an issue. That is true. However, it, to me, like, put it this way, like, Mauro Ronaldo, who's the greatest fucking announcer possibly. But he's aware of it. I, you, but that's my point. Is but, people being aware and, of it. And, and that's my point. That's my point. Like, I'm uh, going to wait until she tells us what Or, or just be aware now, of their actions. Now, yeah, their side of things. Rather yeah. than, rather uh, than assume. Now, at the beginning of the year, uh, when she was released from AEW, she did give an interview about battling mental illness. Okay. I I think the, uh, how do I say this? Uh, The spontaneity of maybe how she acted, maybe maybe is why she only had a cup of coffee in AEW. Well, she she asked for her release in AEW, so that's what I'm saying. The spontaneity, like that's what I'm saying. But from what I heard, like she regretted that, and you know, I don't want to get into it, but yeah. And um, and that could that could back up what you're saying. Last um. Last match on the card, your main event, Rick Swan defeated Eric Young to become the new Impact World Champion. How um, about that? Uh, dude, if any if anyone deserves it, it's it's Eric Young. He deserved to go far in WWE. I really even though they gave him the sanity gimmick from someone else. Who who was it supposed to be? I forget. It was supposed to be someone else. And then they gave it to Eric Young. But anyway. I think it was actually supposed to be James Storm. No, 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 not sanity. Nope, nope, nope. I, I'll remember it, and I'll, next week I'll bring it. I remember specifically. It was someone I was like, oh, that's interesting. But, but I, oh, oh, Sammy Callahan. Yeah, Sammy Callahan. Callahan. Sammy Callahan. Yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah, that would have been interesting. That would have been great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been so good. When he was Solomon Crow. Yeah, that that would have fit. And and uh, I get, and then so when Eric Young took that, it kind of didn't seem like his, and it kind of made sense after I learned that. So uh, so Young became women's champion, and Rich Swan is your uh, men's champion. So it was a good night at the Swan House, no? Honestly, Rich Swan, if you noticed his story, he earned that shit. Yeah, he. Rich Swan looks pimping now. He, he did, um, you know, from uh, from personal uh, experience, there uh, there is rarely somebody that's you know so so open, so warm to uh, just just everybody in the locker room as well as in in ring talent. A I've only heard good things about him. Now he's had he, he's had his problems in the past. Who has? I've never heard of him treating people badly, though. Um, th- there was an issue with him a while uh, a while back. I I, I think it involved. Uh, I, th- I think it involved accusations of abuse. I think they were disproven. Are you talking about the Sue Young thing? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that that was fixed, and they they're together. Yeah. So. yeah. So, 
so yeah, Swan, a decent, a decent human being, a great in-ring performer. Went went from being underused to the main event. Yeah, he's earned it. Anything you wanna add to that, Kaliko? I'm thinking more of his. Yeah, you're right in this personal story, but in the fact that wrestling saved his life, he's adamant about that. And considering yeah. like the the life that he had as a adolescent or as a kid, and like how he almost didn't even get to this point, right? Like to me, no one deserves it better than Rich Swan. And I think that's a good. Uh... Good place to conclude our coverage of Impact Wrestling. Oh, wait, no, we forgot to talk about Johnny Bravo getting shot. Well, that that happened on Impact on Access. uh, Who's Johnny Bravo? I'm trying to remember. Rosemary's on-screen boyfriend, fiancé. Kaliko, you've had to see the Johnny Bravo thing. Um, Your thoughts on it? Uh, I mean, I, I get, I get what, what we're trying to do with wrestling because it's trying to get beyond the box and get into the <laughs> drama aspect of it. So, the, the, the way it was pulled up was kind of silly, you know. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, because they're trying Tommy to get dreamer the- fucking Tommy. He makes me laugh. It's like fucking hell makes me laugh, but it was yeah. silly. They're trying to. It's a ripoff of Dallas. I know. Yes, I know exactly. They're trying to get the like whole. Like I said, who they're J- silly. Who, who shot Jr. And it's like I know. I'm very nah, aware. Fam. I lived through that time period. Nah, fam. It yeah. ain't. Or oh, you remember when Mr. Burns got shot in The Simpsons? Yo, that was 1996. Yo, absolutely. I remember that's what, that's what it, it seems like they're trying to get it to that point. And it's just like those points. Like, JR that was early 96. I just yeah. love, uh, yeah. I loved how Tommy Dreamer, he sold that shit great in his, in his World Warrior outfit. And, and yeah. oh, they said Johnny Bravo. No. <laughs> yeah. Th- that, if anybody that, gonna tell it, he will. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, real quick, you want to talk about real quick. You brought up the Mr. Burns and other things. Uh, one thing took the cake, and it wasn't like a TV show, but it was on TV. The O.J. Simpson trial. I remember watching that in when in sixth grade they put it on in in the in the friggin' in the schoolrooms for for the kids to watch the verdict. Well, so that I'm, that that was pretty monumental, I think. I'm um, so- Whoever did it, they what? did it for the walk. Yeah, well, considering that Falaba claimed to have stolen Hernandez's money for Bravo, that- much like Rikishi ran over Steve Austin for The Rock. There you Recycle go. content. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, the, it's the age of recycle content. Everyone, it, it, There's like a drought in creativity. It's ridiculous. Everything is recycled. It didn't used to be this way, is my point. It is now, because it's a society of remasters and remastered remasters for more money. And and, 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 no matter how... Selling the same product 24 fucking times. No matter how original you think something is, there 
you can always find something or okay. something that did it in another way previously. Not a, in my opinion, not as egregiously. But that's I I believe that. Well, well, yeah, well, I think I think facts bear that out. But that's that's what I yeah. That's what well, I whoever saw Johnny Bravo, I'm sure we'll be covering it later on in the show, on a future <laughs> episode. There's son of a hamburger. I couldn't care less. That'll conclude our coverage of Impact Wrestling Gone for Glory. And we are wrestling with WWE Hell in a Cell. It was last Sunday, and if you were smart, you listened to it on the remix with Scooter Dust. Correct, Scooter? Correct. And this was one of WWE's better shows. Um, as a whole, what did you think of it, Scooter? It was great. Uh, top to bottom, people worry that three cell matches would would make the you know, the, the uh, match type stale. Each Hell in a Cell match delivered something different. And it was it, it was entertaining, uh, even even in some of the things where we thought were going to drag it down. What about you, Mitch? What did you think about the pay preview as a whole? All right, I think we lost match. Um, let's try Coleco. What did you think, Coleco? Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> I was talking, and I, I, I had to, yeah. Uh, okay. Anyways, uh, repeat that. What did you think about the paid preview as a whole, Hell in a Cell? Um, like I said, I, I believe that the multiple Hell in a Cell matches diluted the, the impact of what a Hell in a Cell match means. There was three of them. And so I like I don't agree and I don't I don't agree with that. I think it should be one at the most two, like one male and one female. But it, it needs to have an exclusivity to it and matter. Like it has to matter and there has to be a reason why they're doing it. It can't just be for gimmick's sake. In my opinion. Well, um, that is a that's a that is a good point. What about you, Kaliko? What did you think about the pick preview? I mean, the three matches that had it had a reason for it. If it was a gimmick, everyone would have a Hell in a Cell match. But, but I feel like they were you okay. What's that? You know that saying? They they I I, 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 I have I a saying in my point. head. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to put it right together right or not. But the, the saying of like uh, they they have a Hell in a Cell match for. I don't know how to say it right. I can't. Fuck it. Uh, I get what you're trying to. I, they have I a, hell, a match for the people, not a people for the match, or something like that. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying, but the three the the three matches that that had it warranted it. I mean, because the fact of the matter is, is that it seemed like they were forcing that in, like into the spot. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, like they they well, they, they had three like they had three spots to fill. That's a better way of saying it. 
Well, to me, the Uso was going that way anyway, because that was right, the only but he, way. He just felt like, okay, we, like in the booking meeting, they're like, all right, we got three Hell of a Cell matches to fill. Which ones are they going to be? That's what it felt like to me. It wasn't that way. Because if me, you're looking I'm, at all, I, that's why I said to me. I get it, but if you're looking at all the way the way those story arcs went, they would they were warranted. I only one I could contest you with is the Orton match because you felt like the ambulance match kind of ended it. But the other, but two, okay, even sure. if okay, let, let's let's just let's reach and give you that. Even with giving you that, the impact of. Having a Hell in a Cell match is diminished still because you're having multiple. Like the impact of it isn't as big anymore. I believe. I don't. I don't think the audience cared that it was. Uh, that, that there was people like me who have been watching forever that think like this absolutely pick it up. At least we might not care, I'm, but we notice it. I mean, I've been watching forever. To me, it was the uh, three. Best, okay, those are the three better well, matches I'm just of the night. My opinion. It's your opinion. Yeah, I still want to. Oh yeah, I feel you. Oh yeah, I feel you. But to me, that that pay per view was excellent. Like, other than what two matches, the rest fulfilled the purposes of what it was meant to be. And well, I can see where you're saying that. I'm just saying, like, yeah, for me, I I feel like at the very at, at the very least, and I I can give you that the part of like it it meant something or it, it it was there was a reason for all three to have right, it right but but i still feel multiple hell in a cell matches takes away from the impact of what a hell in a cell match should be well the it, match. if they were back to back i could see your point but the fact that they had the only one that i could argue with that i'll take you on to that with is the orden McIntyre match, but I get why they went there because the match that McIntyre's never been in, and it showed his lack of experience. That was the reasoning for that one. The Bailey Sasha, it had to go there because yes, I agree with you 110. percent That one was the, absolutely warranted. The brutality, it had and to go there. Is, I, probably the Roman one too. Yeah, and the Roman J, that was just that, family. Okay, you know what? Honestly, that had to go there. I, no, but it, you could have had it be something else. It could have been a d- yeah. different gimmick, but yeah, the, the it could the have been the last man standing match. Well, Roman no, and no, 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 no. Roman and or a submission match or whatever. No, Roman, I quit. Roman J. It was I quit match. So oh, it was I quit. Okay, never mind. So Roman 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 I quit. I didn't know that. Okay, Roman yeah, and Jay it was psychological. Yes, uh, Sasha and Bailey was brutal. Orton and McIntyre were. How do I put this? Was a more technical. It was more technical spot, but I feel yeah. I feel like Jay and Roman were just as brutal because of the fact that it's like that, I that, Roman, that Roman was about to. It, it was brutal in the sense of what he was about to do or what yeah. he was willing to do. And I think we were this coming. Yeah, and he stopped oh. short of that. Okay, may, real quick. Uh, uh, I'm sure you've like heard the rumors and everything, but like. Just, I just want to mark this down for when it happens. It's gonna happen in my, I, I'm pretty sure, of where the Roman thing is going. Uh, eventually, the Usos will get behind him as the family chieftain. They have to. It's already because the, 
It's already happened. And he will, they will all be at Heel Faction, and he will be the head honcho. He'll be the badass. That was, that, that was the point. That's why I right. said... That's why what I said. That's why you saw often see it come out. Uh, yeah. uh, Jay, Jay Uso gave in to the, the yes. so to speak, on SmackDown, defeating Daniel Bryan. Bryan to gain a spot in the Survivor Series match. Yeah. And after he put Bryan through the announce table. Right. Now, what I would have wished that had happened is I wish that it was a slow to that because to me to show that psychological switch from from real quick I'll be right not real, seeing his right point back of guys view, I gotta take my dog out real quick. Like to me if they had to did it slowly from like at first he didn't like it and then he eventually got to see where he was coming from. I felt like that would have especially getting to that point till Jimmy came back. So Jimmy could to be the person to try to fight them, and then they he has to eventually get in. I felt like it would have been better in that arc rather than an instant. But I mean, I kind of figured that was gonna happen because to me, I was like, yeah, family gonna come in. It. Somebody gonna come and say, "This is the man. Get get your ass in line." And going into the actual match, Roman Reigns defeated yep. Jey Uso to retain the WWE Universal Championship in 29 minutes and 9 seconds. Uh, this was an hour segment on the show. Do you think that that was the appropriate amount of time to give them? Do you think it maybe went a little too long? Or do you think that they hit this just right? Scooter, do you want to start well, us off? I, I think yeah, I, yeah, go Scooter. They, they, they hit it just right. Uh, I mentioned this before. You know, the, the WWE has to think of certain things to keep the fans interested, and what and what they did at Clash of the Champions is they had Reigns and Jay mic'd up. And they did, and they did it again, and that was so pivotal to to the story, to advancing it, to making us feel it. If you were, if you, if you're a, a true WWE fan, and if you're, you know, if you're a true wrestling fan in general, and you were watching this, and you were not back. disturbed by. How Roman Reigns was acting a little, especially after he pulled those crocodile tears, then you've got no feeling whatsoever. Uh, okay, real quick, the, that's not fair. There's people like me and and you who understand wrestling and understand what's going on, and you snicker at it, even things like that, because you know it's not real. It's a TV show, Mitch. I'm just saying, like, we, but we have been in the business. So we understand, like, that side of it. And so we we know what's going on and we snicker. But we're not snickering because we're cold hearted. That's snicker. me, at least. Like, if I were to ever snicker, it's because I, it's like the business side of it. I get what they're doing. And I'm, I, I'm like, oh, that's, that's badass. That's great. Like, as an actor, you know, as a wrestler. 
What about you? But, but, but it's not because I'm cold. It's like, it's like watching a Halloween movie. We it's like calling people. someone an asshole for liking a, a horror film. Well, what I said was if <laughs> if you didn't feel uneasy. Okay, I'm um, just okay. I was just not laughing okay. at it. Okay. What about you, Kalisto? Did you feel that they hit this just right as well? Yeah, they did. And, and the reason being is because I I told you guys all along with this one. You should. This did. was more. <laughs> this was more than wins and losses. This was about who is the elder in the family, who's the man in the family, who y'all need to get behind. The and family chieftain. Can I let me finish? Oh, that's the word. Sorry. Jay was making his case. Jay was unsuccessful in his case. The elders, and, and it was funny because the re, and, and if you notice, like they were putting a lot of emphasis on the lays that that Jay was wearing to the ring, and then when Roman got his lay at the end, that's why. That's why it was more about the win and the loss. It's about crowning him as the guy now. He yep. is the person to carry the family to the next level and and take the torch. It that that's basically what it was. If and I, to me and to me when and I and I get where you were coming from with the crocodile tears and everything like that and the mic up. That was the whole reason behind it. And, and the fact that they just went real names. It wasn't even like, yo, this is Jay. This is John. Yo, like, that's where it's getting you to psychologically because it it's hitting that nerve that if you had, like, multiple siblings, if you were, like me, I'm the oldest. I can see that because I am living through that. Having to put mofos in line and be like, <laughs> yo, this is. This is what we gotta do, and they try to fight you, and then the elders are like, "Yeah, this is the dude. Listen to him, right?" So I get it. I I got all of it. So that's why, to me, this was probably the greatest, the greatest psychologically storytelling match of this quarter of the year. It possibly could be there's you know boneyard match, firefight, fun house, but. It's up there to me, and it was just perfect. It was the perfect amount of time to tell what they need to tell. If I can make a comparison, essentially, Roman is Michael Corleone and Jay is Sonny. Exactly. And I think that's a great Roman is Thor, Jay is Odin. That would make him his father. Man, I he called that him. shit. I called the Tucker turn. And uh, we got Elias defeating Jeff Hardy with the Q in 7 minutes and 50 seconds. That is kind of what it is. Um, Something I called a couple weeks ago. The Miz with John Morrison defeated Otis with Tucker to win the money in the bank. Contract yeah. in 7 minutes and 27 seconds. Yeah. You mean with Tucker turning on Otis? Right, but that's how... That's it, a big deal. That cost yes. him the match. No, you're absolutely well, right. Otis, uh, Tucker crossed Otis the briefcase. Yeah. 
Miz no. is more or less your next WWE champion, no? Now, well, he's Mr. Money in the Bank. A, a very interesting statistic. Uh, when Miz won the Money in the Bank, when he cashed in, it was against Randy Orton. But do you remember where? In uh, no. Orlando. In the Amway Center. Oh. I'm getting some deja okay. vu. But True. This Back when right, they could travel. This was the right call to what? make, right? Put the uh, the briefcase on Miz, right? Honestly, you could have made a case that Miz would have been champion a couple years ago. And, and I, honestly, just get it off Otis. I don't understand why he – it baffled me that he won the, the money in the bank over AJ Styles. It just baffles me. Oh, you remember I got really hot when Otis won. But me AJ, too, remember? Yeah. I was but like, me, I, I, I almost rioted, dude. I was like, bullshit. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but the money in the bank has to get – I feel like they strayed away from it for a while because the whole point of money in the bank is to introduce you to the next thing. And yes, for, like for Austin, about, Lesnar. It, and for about, for about, like, I want to say about four or five years, they, they kind of, like, let it go. Because Cena, Orton, fucking, uh, who else? Other than Seth, everyone else that won it was kind of, like, you know, established. Right. Uh, well, done, I, I, I mean, I will say. It's not what it used to be. It prob- probably the best. Cash in uh, was out of the last couple of years. It was probably Dean Ambrose. Sorry. True, but to me, like even with Dean, Dean was already kind of set. It, it was kind of a move to put him in the upper echelon without having to, you know, it was something that they were trying to do to 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 try to set a. T- a history-making night, but to me, he could have won it in a match. I, I, I could have, I totally could have saw him winning it in a in a championship. This is why Alistair match. Black should have won it. Well, you know, I kind of, yeah, that, that. you know, I've well, I've been into consensus. Or AJ, that since the Money in the Bank went mainstream, quote unquote, um. It hasn't been the same, you know. Money in the Bank was a match that got that got guys on the WrestleMania card that didn't necessarily have uh, matches because the, you know for, for like Cena a stretch was, of like six to eight years or like five to six years at least, only one person that won the briefcase didn't cash it in successfully, and that was like Mr. Kennedy. And then it seemed like no, Mr. Kennedy. Mr. Kennedy lost it to Edge. He never really cashed it. Yeah. Well, okay, don't, but the one Sandra. that never the Sandra, one with the briefcase yeah. and never got to, to like cash it in, like never got the title, like period. When and he never got Sand, a match. Sandow, 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 and Cena. Oh, that's you know? okay. Okay, and I'm Sandow, wrong. Sandow, Cena. No, 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 no I'm not wrong. Corbin. I'm saying I was I'm speaking as of like 2012, like or, or back then. Like as of back then, it did, and then coming into the new era, so to speak, it's it's just been completely shifted on its head to where like 
it, it's happened so many times. Sandow, a few others. Yeah. I think that's just at that point they got jealous. And my point, what, what I'm saying is, be. there's a difference between then and now of Money in the Bank. I think it's gotten diluted. Next match, uh, Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. Uh, Sasha Banks defeated Bailey to win the SmackDown Women's Championship in 28, uh, 26 minutes and 32 seconds. Um, you know, Sasha has won this, well, not this specific championship, but she's won many championships before. But this really felt like this was maybe her crowning moment. Did you guys feel that way, or am I maybe reading a little bit too much in the Sasha? Scooter? I think you are absolutely correct. This makes her the third women's Grand Slam champion in history. I think, honestly, this match was as brutal as it needed to be, but I think the thing that everybody is wondering is next week on SmackDown, when Sasha defends against Bailey in a rematch, will Sasha's curse still be intact? True. Yeah. That's the but question. Think, wait a minute. I think she's the fourth. No. Grand Slam champ. Yeah. She's uh, fourth. Bailey, Charlotte. Ba- Bailey, Charlotte, Alexa. No, it's Charlotte. I Charlotte think was Becky. No, what? Charlotte never won the tag team championships. No, I said Asuka, Alexa. Oh, Alexa. I'm asking, was Becky? Oh, yeah, 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 Becky. And Becky. Bailey. No, no, not Becky. Bailey, Bailey, Asuka. It's Bailey Bailey and Asuka. Yeah, yeah, Bailey and Asuka. Bailey and Asuka. Yeah, you're my bad. No, Alexa. No, she was never NXT champion. True. Well, I'm thinking Grand Slam intense and in purposes nah, for me. I kind of got to agree it. with him there. That doesn't matter. That I, I, that doesn't I thought you were talking NXT, about. No. Yeah, yeah. They, they weren't talking NXT. It, it would be the fourth. If, if not including NXT. I agree with you. I don't think Cause they, the, Yeah, because they recognized they recognize Alexa as a Grand Slam. All right. But see, before she got to, to the main roster, she was with Murphy and uh, what's the other dude? Like, uh, the guy, uh, yeah, from uh, from uh, Buddy uh, Murphy. And, yeah. Know, Alexa, you know I mean. yeah, Alexa Bliss is not recognized as a Grand Slam. Lost profits. NXT Championship is included in the Grand Slam, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and Tag Team. Well, that's new to me because they've been selling Alexa Bliss. Grand Slam plaque. So you're saying was, you got scammed? Is what you're saying, Calico? Alexa oh, was, I didn't buy it, but I'm just saying there's people that bought it. Alexa was the first to win both women's championships. But when she won the tag, they they counted her. They ca- that's they what called, I was. They called it triple crown. Eh, Not much. Okay. That's okay. confusing. Uh, uh, whatever. <laughs> next up, uh, Bobby Lashley. So, uh, I meant for earlier when I said what I said. I meant Forgotten Sons, but yeah, uh, uh, the, yeah, the guy in uh, Wesley Blake. Blake and Murphy. Trying to say early. Blake and Murphy. Yes. Um, 
Bobby Lashley defeated Slapjack to retain the United States Championship in 3 minutes and 51 seconds. We don't need to talk about this match. Uh, and then we have your main event. Uh, Hell in a Cell match, Randy Orton defeated Drew McIntyre to win the WWE Championship in 30 minutes and 35 seconds. Randy Orton is now a 14-time world champion. And this was definitely a great way to get that belt. No, um, no, Scoodle? Absolutely. I mean, there, we all, we almost thought maybe that the Miz was gonna cash in immediately just so Orton could get that 15th reign under his belt as quick as possible. Cause within the net, I, I, I can almost guarantee within the next 18 months at the most, next two years, Orton will be 17-time world champion. And Kaliko, do you think that that's maybe wanted, or do you think that it should stay 16 with uh, Ric Flair? I have an opinion on that, but... Ric Flair you know. wants it to be Orton. He expressed, well, when they were having their thingy, he expressed he wanted Orton to break it, so I don't see why it wouldn't be Orton. Plus, Orton is the more consistent, constant, if you will. Everyone else comes and goes, and everyone else goes full-time, part-time, and Orton just sitting there cruising, and shit, if he doesn't... If anyone just did, it would be him. And he still got, like, the tank. So, I can see him doing three. He could get three. Easy. You have an opinion, Mitch? Uh, I was just going to answer the question you asked when you, were, you asked Scooter and Caligo about, like, yeah. the, you know, about Randy Orton winning the title. And, I thought it was going to happen before the ambulance match. Um, if you remember, go back. Uh, you'll see I predicted Orton to win it because yeah, I did. I believed in the Edge and the Orton rumors. And everyone shit on me for that, or a few people did. And it seems like I was right. But but I was wrong in the timing of Orton getting the title. I admit that. It surprised me. Because, like I said... I think it was a mistake to to clo- do such a closer angle like they did with with the uh, ambulance match in the sec, and and then have another match to have Orton win. It, it just seemed out of place. Well, let me yeah, I thought know. Orton was going to win the ambulance match too. So it wasn't like you were the only one. I thought he was going to win. I'm that just game. saying it, they, they, it seemed like a closing angle of having Ric Flair drive Orton out and then. Have him have a rematch after that. It's just, uh, it just kind of made me boggle. It boggled my mind. I don't know. Well, let's finish on this last, um, this last <laughs> question. Um, has anybody looked better than Randy Orton in 2020? Scooter? Orton's always ready. Orton, has, if anybody has come out of this shining, it is Randy Orton. Mitch, like I said, Randy Orton's always ready. He's he's just been waiting for his time, like you know, waiting for the go, the 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 red light or green light, so to speak. Uh, 
he, yeah, just unleash him, and this is what happens. So it's not a surprise to me. Kaliko? If PWI does not put Orton <laughs> as yeah, the rest of the fucking year. PWI needs to rank him number one. We go have problems. Watch, watch them go with Moxley, though. He, he seems to be their boy. Like, if he's not in the top... Yeah, if he's not number one, I'm pissed. Just, just yeah. Fuck it. If he ain't number one, it, I'm pissed. It feels like Moxley's got, like, a friend over there in PWI. <laughs> hey, um... Tony the fact he got it over Adam play. Cole, I'm fucking pissed. That's what I'm saying, dude. That, 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 that's bullshit. Tony Khan making those uh, bills fly? Too bad he can't make the Jaguars good. Hey, well. <laughs> ah, got him! And that will conclude our coverage of Hell in a Cell. <laughs> Next week, we will be talking Best of the Super Juniors and World Tag League. Uh, tomorrow, all of the competitors will be released, and we will be covering it. Until then, please like, subscribe, comment, both on YouTube and CastBox. And check out our new... Uh, I'll do a little web series, Wrestling with Interviews. Um, this week, uh, last Wednesday, we interviewed Whiskey John. Uh, and if you want to know what it's like to be a pro starting your pro wrestling career in a pandemic, you're definitely going to want to listen. And you could catch us again next Wednesday during Dynamite and um, NXT as we interview Christian Robinson. The Psychedelic Psychonaut. Um, interesting guy. Great stories. You are going to really enjoy that interview. Uh, until then, you could join in the conversation on Twitter. I am at JamesJ993. Where can they find Coleco? I am Coleco, and we about to go over this championship square between The Miz, The Fiend, Orton, and McIntyre. And we got to figure out what's going to happen after that. Well, can they find Mitch if Mitch Mayhem tweeted? At uh, Mitch Mayhem X. Well, you could sound a little bit more enthusiastic about it. Mm. Why? That would be a lie. And well, can they find Scooter Dust? As always, find me at Scooter Dust and at representing the UNB Network at UNBS Wrestling. For Coleco Yacht, Mitch Mayhem, Scooter Dust, I'm James J, and this has been Wrestling with Entertainment. <laughs>